And now, a presentation on the Mental Health News Radio Network. The Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Ryan, that is a freaking awesome question. You are the power, and you do not need anybody's permission. He's the only guy that ever crawled out of a grave where people didn't go, oh, ah! Don't worry, don't be afraid, ever, because this is just a ride. You're, you're a great interviewer. You're one of the best. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Out of Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show, OutofLimitsRadio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. Tonight, we are not going to be focusing on the metaphysical or spiritual. We are, however, going to be featuring a guest we've had on six previous times. He is a modern-day Nostradamus, and not only is he insightful about the future and present-day trends, but he's also pretty pissed off about what's happening. And I have to tell you, I really respect that. I resonate deeply with that. I'm not happy at all with the way the world is going in, the direction it's going into. And I think we need some fire. We need some passion. We actually need a lot of it. We need people to be upset because when you've got a lot of anger, you can utilize that as a means of transformation. And the way things are going right now, this barreling towards tyranny, this not standing up for your rights, this becoming part of this psychotic collective, it, it, I'm not into it. I'm not into it at all. I don't think you are either. And what's the point of evolution? What's the point of evolving and growing and transcending things if you're going to just mold yourself back in some kind of twisted collective? I think it's great to be an individual. It's great to think for yourself. And it is great to utilize all resources available to look at the world, to examine yourself. Let us begin tonight's show. It is a great pleasure to welcome back to the show, not only an amazing guest, but a dear friend and one of my uh, best teachers, Gerald Salente. He's the publisher of the Trends Journal. You can learn more about Gerald by going to his website at trendsresearch.com. Real quick, check out the Trends Journal. They are way ahead of the curve. They're always presenting stories and insights that are years ahead of their time. Gerald, welcome back to our show. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much for having me, and thank you for all that you do. Thank you. Well, one of my goals on the show today is I think that I, you might be able to find some hope because I love reading the Trends Journal, and I know things are bad, but I think there is some hope there, and we'll go to that pretty soon. But the first thing I want to ask you is it seems that the market is up. It's been up for such a long period of time. I've spoken to a couple of people and they say, you know, what if the economy does not collapse? What if the dollar does not collapse? What if what happens in the U.S. happens with Japan, where apparently their debt to GDP ratio is off the charts, yet they've never collapsed? Do you think that there's something that could prevent this final day of reckoning that Greg Manorino describes in the Trends Journal that you've been talking about for years? No, no, it's, 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 it's a rigged game. It's criminal activity right in front of everybody's eyes. Again, you got the you got the uh, Trends Journal. Was it like seventy-seven pages this, this week? No advertisements, and you read the first story, and it's by me, and it's regarding what just happened on Tuesday, September twenty-ninth. Not you know ancient history, and here's the headline: Don't call them criminals; they're white shoe boys. Hail, hail! The gang's all here. Only imbeciles, morons, and cowards won't call it like it is. The Wall Street gang and the bankster banksters, bankster bandits. 
criminal mobs right in front of our eyes. Money junkies, addicts, they never get enough. How many times do they have to get caught stealing and never go to jail? Step right up, step right up to the greatest freak show on earth. Look at them. This is from the latest on CNBC. Remember, this went out on September 29th. Quote, again, this is from CNBC. J.P. Morgan Chase is set to pay $920 million to resolve probes. To resolve probes? What are you, what are you probing up? Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> from three U.S. government agencies over its role, you ready for this? You ready for this disgusting, disgusting, bureaucratic, shove it language over its role in the alleged, alleged manipulation of metals and treasury markets? Alleged manipulation? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Junior. They're just paying $920 million. So this is an alleged. You caught this. You caught the slimy thieves again. Again, robbing us, but we'll call it alleged. The figure was released Tuesday by the Commission Commodity Futures Trading Commission in a statement from Commissioner Dan Berkovitz. Last week, news reports indicated, blah, blah, blah. Okay, for eight years, ready? Eight years, eight years, a group of traders at J.P. Morgan systematically spoofed precious metals and treasury future markets by entering hundreds of thousands of orders with the intent to cancel them before execution. This is all white shoe boy language. No, no. For eight years, for eight years, a group of criminals, slimy, low-life, greedy Wall Street criminals led by Jamie Dimon, that's right, of the J.P. Morgan Chase gang. But this is, so when you're telling me, you know, you're asking me, you know, is the market going to do something? The whole thing is rigged. All we have become are plantation workers on the global plantation of Slavelandia. This is just government BS, alleged manipulation, systematically spoofed, systematically spoofed precious metals markets. I'm not making this up. This little low-life piece of garbage crap, Dan Berkowitz, maybe you take out that V and put an SHI before it, who's our futures trading commissioner. That's his lingo. Spoofed the markets. They robbed honest people, honest people that were putting their life savings into into precious metals, believing that they would go up because of the criminality that the governments have done in pumping up all this digital crap backed by nothing and printed on nothing, and they screwed all of that out of their dough so the banksters could make too much. Not enough. Always more. They're the white shoe boys. They're greedy, low-life criminals that are again caught stealing and again, destroying the lives and savings of honest people who invested in precious metals. But that's not a story that makes the news. So when you're asking me what's going to go up, the whole game is rigged. It's know, one big club, and you ain't in it as George Collins. George Collins, but it seems that what is happening is defying the laws of supply and demand or defying a lot of natural laws. So 
I know you've been talking, been predicting the, about the market collapse for a long time, and as with Peter Schiff, as with some others. So I want to know what is preventing it from happening, and can they do? Um, uh, can they manipulate it so it never collapses? Because well, I that's want, what I'm showing you. That yeah. they'll come up with anything they want. Look, look. You know what I've been saying is that by and you know me, I can't stand the you know, presidential reality show. Again, we sent out a. a before the before it happened, the debate on Tuesday, and we saw, told our subscribers, you know, about the debate, and we put in parentheses or freak show. So I'm not I'm not a fan of anybody, you know. But you you look at what Biden did, and I'm, I'm going to tell you where I'm going because we're going back with this with the with the um, economy and the equity markets and the banksters and why you don't know when it's going to crash or how. So. You go back to when all this was happening, and you go right now. Biden picks Carmela Harris because she's a woman and she's black to run for vice president. Correct? Yeah. That's what they said, right? Yep. That's racist and sexist. How about picking the right person that has the best qualifications? I'm running a business. I want the best person. I don't care if they're a man, a woman, black, white, green, yellow, inside out, upside down, transgender. You know what? I don't care. I want the best person. So I'm mentioning this because I call the greedy people on Wall Street the white shoe boys. But they come in all races, creeds, and colors. One of them was President Obama's attorney general, Eric Holder. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Not white as snow. He's the one when the banksters fleeced the American public and all those people lost their homes and were screwed out of trillions of dollars. He declared the banks too, the too big to fails were too big to jail. Remember? Yep. Yep. So, again, we note the government slap on the banksters' risk with minor fines compared to the money that they made and the lives that they ruined and continue to ruin because you cannot predict what criminals, psychopaths, pathological liars will do. They are mentally deranged people. They are of a criminal class of the higher compared to the higher order. I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's very creative in terms of how they're able to do it. But you mentioned that they are a criminal path and they are psychos of the highest order. But is their cunning far beyond that of people that are passionate about freedom? Do they have a, a, an edge as far as cunningness goes? Because I do wonder if they will be able to pull off their digital dollar, if they will be able to pull it off, when if the system does eventually, you know, collapse, or it does collapse, if they'll be able to force everyone to go on a digital currency, the way some people have predicted. I'm curious what your perspective is on that. Well, we we've predicted it. You know, we yeah. we forecasted the Trans Journal going from dirty cash to digital trash. You don't want to touch that dirty money. Mm-hmm. Are they going <laughs> to be able to do it? Look what they're doing. They got everybody wearing masks and freaking out. You get the Trans Journal. We only put the data yeah. in there. This is all BS. Only 94% of the people that died had 2.6 pre-existing comorbidity, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, healthy people aren't dying. Yeah. Oh, you got, you got all the numbers. They'll do anything they want, and the people will follow. 
just like they hired Hitler, marched to Mussolini, and saluted Stalin. How could anybody, how could anybody with a brain bigger than a pea look up to a to a, a newsome gruesome over there in California, a little daddy's boy over here in, in, in New York, Governor Cuomo, a, a, a witless Whitmere, on and on, all around the world. How could anybody look up to a Merkel, a Macron, a Gatson, any one of these Sanchez freaks, or Boris Johnson? Look at, look at last night's debate. The fish rots in their head down. <laughs> look at the rotten fish we have running the country. Can you believe that those two represent us? And they call us their leaders. You don't lead me, Jack or Jill. I am a free American. Can this change? Yes. When people fight for freedom. I'm an old guy and not a big guy. Five feet, six and a half inches tall. 73 years old. And I held a rally to unite for peace and restore freedom. And I was attacked for breaking the law. Not by the police in Kingston. They're cool cats and women. They're really cool. They're men and women. They're not these little boys that get off on beating little people up. I speak out. I publish a magazine and put out all the facts. Where are all the big guys fighting? How come there are no protests going on in America about the loss of our rights that happened in Germany a few weeks ago where a million people took to the street? I don't know. I, I, what's going on? Do you think it's a... It's Coward USA. Look what the people look like. Look what they've become. So when you're asking me, will they be able to get away with more? Yeah, all aboard. Put on those masks. Next train to Auschwitz. And don't you raise your voice. You will obey. You will believe. And you will do what you're told. And you see it all around you. They're messed up and freaked out. And they're all aboard. Especially the ones that are outside. Like, I don't, if I see somebody walking outside in the middle of, and wearing a mask, I won't acknowledge that person. I, as far as I'm, that person doesn't exist. And the ones that are wearing the masks in the car, they don't exist. I don't, I, I won't acknowledge them because I, I just don't think that they're, they're even alive. They're drones. I don't understand that at all. I can't figure out why there's not a lack of spark. And Gerald, this is nothing. Did you ever think about this? You would look at nature, and sometimes the strongest species survive based on the planet. I wonder if this is going to lead to a rapid die-off of the human race, or if we're going to. Oh, it have is. A na- if it is. No, it's dying off. Are you all going to get vaccinated? I'm Listen not. to the debate last night. They all pushing both of them, pushing vaccinations. You could stick that vaccination up, and you know what? Oh yes, yeah, Salenti, you're not going to get one. I'm sorry, you can't go on board. No passport. Nope, you can't. Nope, you can't go here. You can't go there. Look, in New York City, the criminal Cuomo and that craphead De Blasio. Oh, by the way, Destroyed by the New way, York. you know, I was just thinking about this. You know, I, oh, Black Lives Matter. How about Italian Lives Matter? I want to see. I want to see on HBO, on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see TV series and movies like they do about the Sopranos and the Godfather. I want you to do that about black people. Yeah, yeah, show me the criminality of the black class. Oh, and show me the Jewish thieves. No, no, I want you to do movies of it. No, Salenti, we'll only do it to Italians. You little guinea, you little wop. 
Hey, how come, how come, uh, how come Biden didn't pick an Italian woman? No, no. You could only, you could only call the Italians mafia. You could only call the Italians murderers. But don't call a black person that. No, no, no. Don't you call the murderer Obama. I want that guy Gaddafi out of there. Don't you call him a murderer, Salenti. Don't you call that Colin Powell. Yeah, you remember him. Yeah, the black cat that held up that coal in the crap to prove that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction? Hey, how about that black woman, Condoleezza Rice? Oh, yeah, the next mushroom cloud you see? Yeah. Oh, no, don't say that, Salenti. You're racist. But we will defame the Italians. We will call them mafia. And it goes on and on and on. That little piece of garbage crap de Blasio, he's not Italian. He's about an eighth of an inch Italian. His real name is Wilhelm. He used the Italian name to get the Italian vote. That little slime ball De Niro, he's a little tiny bit Italian. <laughs> but boy, does he go after the Italians and make us look like criminals. But don't say anything bad about the black people. Don't say anything bad about the Jews. Only the Italians. I've had it. I'm fighting. I'm fighting for my freedom. And if anybody, from Governor Cuomo to Trump to Biden to anybody that wants me to wear a mask, you little boy or little girl, you come over here and try to put it on me. No, 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 no. Leave your little goons behind. I got my own. You're calling me out. Come over and do it. And if people don't stand up to fight, all aboard, next train to Auschwitz, and make sure you got your mask on. Well, Gerald, let's say, how do they fight? What are three things people can do right now that are sick? They're tired of this stuff. What are three things they can Get do? Get in the best shape you can. Get in the best shape you can. Work out like you never have before. Double up on everything. Eat the best you can. Work out. Learn. Get in touch. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Yeah, because the more we have, the more we can fight. Do you think if, if, if George Soros gave me uh, $200 million, I couldn't change this thing overnight? You need money to do it. And I put every ounce of energy I have into fight. An old guy. You know me. I'm, I'm a little guy. Five feet, six and a half inches. You got the energy to be a 20 year old. That, but I fight. You do. If I don't care who you are, if you think you're going to kill me, I'll kill you first. I'm not put on this earth to take orders from anybody. I don't give them, I don't take them. But I do. I'm a Democrat. I'm a repulsive kid. I'm a conservative. I'm a liberal. Grow up. No, I won't grow up. All aboard. Put on those masks. Next train to Auschwitz. It's going to happen. I think that's where we're in the it's happened. Of the, it's, it's happened. You mentioned about the morons walking up and down empty streets with masks on. People in their cars with masks on. Grow the hell up. Oh, oh. When I was a kid, they had me. They had me scared to death. And they made you hide under the desk. But that's going to do something from a nuclear bomb. <laughs> All right. Crazy. These are the same principles 
and health ministers and 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 uh, school administrators that had us hiding under a desk. These are the same people that are making up this crap. Uh, when you're sitting down, whether inside or outside, you're allowed to take your mask off and eat. But when you stand up, you must put that mask right on because everybody knows that the virus stops at table length. It's, it's stupid. Sure. I don't understand why people are so stupid. I don't understand. I'm telling you why. You go throughout history. They marched off to Mussolini. They, they, they filed Hitler. They believe a Cuomo. They saluted Stalin. They bowed down to a gruesome. Go over there to the, 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 the little piece of garbage, little nothing boy, Danny Andrews over there in, in Australia. The woman in New Zealand, one freak show after another, and the people obey. It's been like that for centuries. But at the same time, I remember you, you telling stories, and I remember my grandparents saying stories that life in America was different once upon a time. People seemed to be a lot different. They were more respectful. They used to wear suits in their house when they would eat dinner. Like, what happened? What, why, was it things, why were things so different then than they are now? Greed. Greed by the government's to let the bigs take over. And they got full control of the brainwashing tools called the media. And people, look, my life is dedicated. <laughs> I mean, after I finish this interview with you, I have to start reading again. You know, I read all day long, picking up information. Think about the average person. They're commuting to work, if they're working now. They're commuting to work. They got kids. They got problems. They got problems with the job. Then you, you got, you got the, your, your partner, spouse, whatever you want. You got problems going on between them. You think people are studying what's going on and know the facts? They don't know anything. All they live is by sound bites. That's all. They, they drink Coca-Cola because the advertisements sell it. That's all it is. It's sound bites. So people, people aren't fighting because they don't understand what's going on. And they want to believe others because they don't believe themselves. And they don't believe themselves because they don't have the knowledge to believe. You mentioned in the Trends Journal this month, this week, that the lockdowns are resulting in a mental health tsunami. And I have two people that I no longer speak with because they've just gone too far out and over the edge. And they, and they became evil, too. So yep. I'm just curious if that is something that you've experienced and what do you think is going to be the ultimate long-term impact of these lockdowns? Because I never locked down. Oh, I just oh, did whatever we, the hell we, I we're in the greatest, We're in the greatest depression. We're, we're, we're going to see life, life. It's hell on earth. It's hell on earth in front of us. Look what's going on. New York City, dead, dead, Holy, dead. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you, are, you, know you, you know New York. Look at it. Who would ever believe this? Who would ever believe it? You're looking at 25% capacity inside. I'm the governor. I'll tell you what to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hear you, sir. I'll do it. It's, uh, it's gone. It's well, gone. There's going to be a civil war in this country. What kind of civil war? You, you, you when saw you the say debate, civil war you saw the debate last night. The debate last night. The, the whole issue is going to be on these all these mail-in ballots. We're not going to know who won the election. Maybe it'll march. They had an election here in, in, King, in uh, Ulster County where I am north of New York City. It was for the district attorney. It was a very close race. A couple of years ago, I think it was either 2019, 2018. 
It's in November, right? They didn't find out until like January who won. This is a tiny little place. Now with all these mail-in ballots and all the inaccuracies that are going to be, this is we 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 are in the beginning of a civil war. You think it was bad this summer? You haven't seen anything. When you say civil war, you haven't seen. What anything. are the two? What are the sides going to be uh, on? Is it going to be because I, I when I look at the the, the Republican and, and Democrat, I, I just wonder like, well, but they're backed by the same corporate interests. And they're both in favor of money being created out of thin air for the wars. I see a lot of similarities. So I wonder what are these people going to be fighting over? Is it going to be a genuine power? Civil war? That's all. Okay. Power. It's That's not going all. to be Marxism power. versus no, no, freedom? no. Power, power. We don't have any freedom. What freedom? Go on an airplane. Go to go to New York. You get to go to a restaurant. You got to get your temperature changed. You know, I'm, I'm a guy, you know, I've been around, man. I remember when it was fun to fly. You didn't have somebody feeling you up to get on an airplane. Oh, we're protecting your life. Listen, craphead. If I wanted to blow up a place, I could do it. I don't have to get on an airplane. Is there any place where people that are pro-freedom, that love the, to be left alone, can go in the world? I don't know. I don't know. But I have to tell you, again, the facts are all there. They're not wearing masks and Finland. They're not wearing them in the Netherlands. They're not wearing them in in Denmark. They're not wearing them in Sweden. They're not wearing them in Belgium. I want to go someplace as long as I can have access to a firearm in self-defense. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. You look at Australia and how they locked down the people. That's horrible. They took away all their firearms. Yeah, Australia, I mean, if there's there's ever... They took away their firearms. Yeah, that's tyranny. That is hardcore tyranny. And I wonder if the uh, U.S. is going to get, well, I'm sure it's going to get progressive or something. But it's interesting you pointed out about the Civil War saying it's just going to be about power because I I'd always thought it was going to be the Marxist socialist versus the whatever last vanguard of uh, people that are pro-freedom. When I see people that are pro-freedom, I, don't, I find very few people that are genuinely in favor of being left to hell alone. I just want to be left to hell alone. I don't understand why it's so hard. Why can't people just do whatever they want to do? And not harm anyone. It seems like it's a very simple concept, yet it's like impossible for most people to grasp. I don't understand. Well, it's the that. education system. They brainwash you as a kid. I mean, really. I mean, look at the stupid system we have. That they tell you what to believe and how to believe it. So they brainwash you as a kid. It's all brainwash. Joe, I did say at the beginning of the show that I think that there may be a possibility that you that we can get you to, to see some hope. Because that's why I hope. Well, it's not a question of hope. How about hope and change? Hope and change you could believe in. Hope is the most negative word in the metaphysical dictionary. Hope is wanting something to happen without doing anything. So yes, believe that people do. And I said, number one, get in the best shape you can, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And number two, join forces for uniting for freedom, and support groups like me and you and others. Put your money and your heart where your mind is and start taking action to do something. Do anything you can to fight for freedom. If you don't want to fight, fine. You want to be a coward, that's your trip. But for me, I'll tell you what hell is. Hell is taking that last breath and knowing you weren't the person you said you were or could have been. And I will not die under tyranny. I will not do it. Me neither. Hell that I'm not going to die under tyranny either. I'm going to stand and fight. I mean, it was John Whitehead. We were at the Ron Paul conference two years ago, and I think John Whitehead has that immortal quote saying, "You either stand for something or you die for nothing." I've always remembered that quote. I've never forgotten that quote. And 
I just want to ask you just one or two more quick questions. One of them is we see certain things that are happening in the U.S., certain videos that go viral, like a woman who is basically handcuffed and tased outdoors for not wearing a mask by a police officer who wasn't wearing a mask himself. Now, that video goes viral, and there are some things that are out there where the state is doing horrible things to the people, and those videos go viral. Do you find that it's actually a positive thing that videos like that are going viral, which implies that people actually care that this is happening? Would it be more of a negative if those things happened and people taped them and they shared them and then people didn't really care and they didn't go viral? I, I believe that about if, if we would unite for freedom, and it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush rise of freedom in the minds of men, said Samuel Adams. If we unite for freedom, I believe that a new third party could generate, at minimum, a third of the voting bloc. There are people out there that want a whole new direction. They're lost because they're not provided with another one. It takes money to do it. And that's why, but when you think about it, you have a country of, what, 330 million people. If only a million of them gave $10, wow, $10 million. I could I could make some noise with that. And with that $10 million, I could raise another $20 million. And with that $20 million, I could raise another $40 million. And with that $40 million, I could raise $100 million. And with that $100 million, the new party is the new America. The renaissance of America bringing back the dignity, respect, and opportunity that's been stolen from us as the bigs got everything and all of us little people have just become nothing more than plantation workers on the global plantation of Slavelandia. When I was a boy, they had a thing called hardware stores. Now we're going to change the law so the big companies could get it and there could be a Home Depot and a Lowe's. Screw you! You don't have to have a store. Who are you? You get to work over here. And then it was a thing called stationary stores. No, no, get rid of them. Get rid of them. We got Staples. We got Office Depot. And there was a thing called drugstores. Drugstores? No, no. We got CVS. We got Walgreens. Walmarts, Walmarts, get rid of your stores over there. We're going to build this ugly piece of garbage crap, a disgusting place to walk into, and we'll get everybody. We'll get everybody. You don't need those beautiful old stores like they used to have back in the day when people were dressed up and they had salespeople and things used to look fine and people were making living wages. No, no. Get on board. Go over there to Amazon and stock, start stocking shelves and shipping stuff out. Oh, well, we're going to give them tax breaks, too, to build their stuff anywhere they want. They're not tax breaks. We're going to steal your money and give it to them. People better stand up and fight. Man. I hope so. I really do. I, I'm, I'm going to fight and do whatever I can. I'm raising my son to, to be a fighter, and I want to connect with more people. Now, the, the last question I have for you is, you read every single day. You have come up with your own thought philosophy. No one else does the thinking for you. You have a lot of unconventional wisdom, 
but yet you have an abundance of wisdom. Is there any particular type of book or books that you'd recommend people read that will fundamentally put them in a place where they will see the world differently? Have there been one or two books that you've read that have really changed the course of your life or at least been a book that would open up someone's perception far greater than what they are doing now? Well, as a kid, you know, I, I read All Quiet on the Western Front, and I never forgot that. And Catch-22, this is going way back when. But today, you know, yeah, you can read books about, you know, the uh, the uh, the days at Jekyll Island, you know, and see how the criminal banks are in charge, and they call them the Federal Reserve. But if you really want to know what's going on, it, it, the magazine, the Trends Journal, there's nothing like it. What is it? This week is what, 76 pages, not one, not one advertisement? I mean, come on. There's nothing like it. And, and we, so we tell you what's going on, what it means, and what's next. So you can prepare and prevail and prosper in these very difficult times. And, you know, the other thing that we have in there now, we have Brad Steiner. This guy's one of the top close combat survival cats in, the, in America. And every week he's giving, great you know, telling people, yeah, yeah, you know, on what to do and how to, you know, how to protect yourself. Oh, what, what is homicide rates are going through the roof? Where, where do you want to go, St. Louis? No, maybe Chicago. How about New York? So anyway, that's what we're doing. And the again, if we had the the people that have the wherewithal give what they can give. And we're not talking about a lot. If we, if, yeah, yeah. What if a million people out of a population of 330 million gave $50 or a hundred? It's not going to change your life. It's not taking anything away from you. Then we could change it. You have to have money to do it. You have to have money to do it. That's the that's 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 the world we live in, you know, and that's the way it goes. Well, uh, Gerald, thank you so much. You can learn more about Gerald by going to the website Trends Journal, tre sorry trendsresearch.com. Highly recommend signing up for the Trends Journal. I read it every week and get amazing results, and I really have profound insight because of that. Gerald, thank you so much. And thank you, and thank you for all you do, Ryan McCormick, to enlighten people and give them information they could use to instill upon them and within them liberty, love, joy, and beauty. So thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, everyone, that concludes today's edition of the Out of Limits of Minute Truth Radio Show. Special thanks to our awesome guest, Gerald Salente. And special thanks, as always, to our virtues, Ms. Carrie O'Connor, Ms. Constance Tellis, and our social producer, Ms. Jenny Misa. To learn more about the Out of Limits of Minute Truth, please go to our website at outoflimitsradio.com. Until the next time we meet, my friends, I wish upon you an abundance of peace, love, and beers. Take good care, and thank you so much for listening.